0: So this is how we think of time. Mm. Past.
1: No one can see it if present. you're on video. I can
0: see it. It's okay. This is going to be so bad. I don't want anybody to see it. I want people to think this is Let's really just great. Just think it. Yeah.
1: You're going to explain it. The reality
0: is boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Circle. Past, present, future, all happening at the same time. What the hell does that mean? Don't ask questions. Just accept what I said. Yeah. Just be like, wow, yeah, totally. Be like (laughs) everybody else in today's society who hears something that sounds smart and just goes, yeah, I don't want them to actually know I don't know what they're saying. Mm. I don't want to look stupid. Yeah. Just take it. Just trust me. Time's not a line. It's a circle. (laughs)
1: used to go out my old insurance group that I worked at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they went to the Palm one night, a really nice steakhouse. Yeah. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they got their food, they got their big steak in front of them. And there's like this kind of awkward, really nice guy. You know what they call an awkward, really nice guy? <laughs> yeah. What? A serial killer. Okay. He wasn't, I don't. maybe he is. I okay. He could be, cause you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. And he just so like, find the the all house. up at his plate at the Palm. Oh, in front wow. of everybody. And then just, Acted like nothing happened and Seriously, Kept on eating. Oh uh, <laughs> no,
0: no! Yeah.
1: And you were it's there? A, no, I didn't. I oh, just okay. heard of so it. Here's secondhand, it. secondhand.
0: Yeah, second. I heard it story.
1: secondhand.
0: But the thing evolved. The guy probably just burped and had a little bit come out of his mouth yeah. and kept eating. But when you hear it from three separate sources, right? You know it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, yeah, he had a little dribble. Then the next person's like, he had a little lot of dribble. The next person's like, he fucking blew chunks. Yeah, and
1: just kept on going. One of the guys was a really good storyteller. So now, hmm, I was lied to.
0: I think that's a very strong possibility yeah. that you were lied to, and I'm glad that I could be here to
1: completely demolish that wonderful, funny story. It wasn't funny. Your shit was funny before we got live. When you did, I don't know if that's ASMR of some sort. or You're throwing up into no, the microphone.
0: Although it could be a new, yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like what? You, you just gag. Yeah, you gag every now and then. Do you have a gag reflex? I don't. Uh-huh. No, I do for certain things. Okay, so you don't, but you do. I don't, but I do. You know, we live in a world of and both. Yeah. Everything is great. Maybe, but. Yeah, but no. Yeah, but no. Man. That's a big one. Yeah, man. but no. no. We talked about that in one of the shows. Yeah, we did. Let's not rehash. Oh, man. Jeez. I'm crying because
1: we were laughing so hard before yeah, we started recording. You can cry because it's been a while. I'm okay with crying. There's no shame in that Cry game. because it happened. Yeah. And it's happening. And it will happen again. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's a feature.
0: Playing it. You like that, don't you? I thought you would. You're very simple, easy to please. Ooh. It's okay. Yeah, that's a passive aggressive statement. I'm working on my passive aggressiveness. Yeah. Because I'm very aggressive aggressive. I'm trying to No, what's the word you used before? Compassionately aggressive. Passionately aggressive. It means that I give a fuck and I'm not gonna be shy about it. Cause I want you to win unless I don't like you. Mm. Then I just won't talk to you. But I like you. Yeah. That's good. And the thing that like <laughs>
1: How <laughs> can people make themselves laugh? Oh, that's no, good stuff. No, man, I'm simple minded. Yeah. It's easy. It's pretty dumb. It really
0: is. Yeah. I just string a bunch of words together that sound really smart, but I don't know what I'm talking about. It's a lot yeah. like Chad GPT. Yeah. I'm the human version of Chad GPT, uh, except yeah. way slower. The human version. That's a, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do
1: with that. Well, maybe there's nothing to do with that. Okay. But I do think we've got a lot to talk about today. We do. I don't even know if this is going to air the first part. Probably will. Of course it will. It always does. It always does.
0: Yeah. We're not trying to, like, make people think we're something we're not. Yeah. We don't want people to think that we're smart, informed individuals. Mm. We want them to know who we are, which is morons pretending that anybody's listening. Mm. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah. But we do have people listening. We do. That's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. I love that we have haters. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this a lot. Yeah. Haters is a sign of, uh, of real growth. That's the sign of success. Yeah. You're not really succeeding until people hate you. So people like call you shit out. Yeah. I like that. But that's great because we don't take any strong positions so there's not really anything to fight against. It's, I think it's just they don't like us as and people. Well,
1: there are people who are confused, right? But I think they're headline readers so they see the title of the show. Right. And that we're truly effortlessly saving the metaverse. Oh, yeah. That's what they got. If it's still there. Like yes. the metaverse is... Is that confused? Is that ruin the show?
0: don't psychoanalyze our no. great title. Yeah. Because the metaverse could be dead permanently and we would still keep it. What mm-hmm. if we're in the metaverse? Like, that's, I mean, Wait, fuck. Man. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out here. Yeah. We've beat this idea to death. Yeah.
1: It's I know. to move on. Okay, I'm sorry. Because if we get too deep, hmm. we're gonna get the Brain start hurting. Brain hurts. So, brain malfunction. you seen The Flash yet? The movie? No. Okay. I mean, I'm not giving anything away here. Now that's the multiverse. Space-time continuum. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, and you know who explained it the best I've ever heard of explained? Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, the OG movie Batman, not like the TV show shit from the sixties. Michael oh, Keaton. You're
0: talking about the Keats.
1: Yeah, so good. Nobody calls him. That. I do so now. He used spaghetti, like a bowl of spaghetti, to explain spacetime continuum. That was great. I was like, thank you. Yeah. I Needed that because I have fucking no idea what's happening here. Because like the future changes, mm-hmm. but so does the past. Yeah, you can't just change the future. Everything along that line has to change yeah. with it. Look at this. I get to be the guy that draws. Mm.
0: It's because... Shh, I'm going to do my straight line here. Yeah. So this is how we think of time. Mm. Past.
1: No one can see it if present. you're on a video. I can see it. It's
0: okay. This is going to be so bad. I don't want anybody to see it. I want people to think this is really Just great. Just think it. Yeah.
1: You're going to explain the it. The reality
0: is, boom. Mm. Yeah. Circle. Past, present, future, all happening at the same time. What the hell does that mean? Don't ask questions. Just accept what I said. Yeah. Just be like, wow, yeah, totally. Be like (laughs) everybody else in today's society who hears something that sounds smart and just goes, yeah, I don't want them to actually know I don't know what they're saying. Mm. I don't want to look stupid. Yeah. Just take it. Yeah. Just trust me. Time's not a line. It's a circle. (laughs) I get it. Now let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Just accept things. That's how you control the population. Yeah. You say big, smart things. It's like, oh, these two words together and this sentence and the way Mm -hmm. he said it sounds really important. I'm too afraid to look like the dumbass in the room, so I'm not going to say anything. And then the guy that said it or gal, you know, I'm not discriminating. They control population. Yeah, it's that simple. So who are the, some of those people that are doing that? You would say right now? Oh man, come on! You're trying to bait me now. Yeah, You're trying to take me down the old. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be good and bad. How about you tell me? Yeah, is this too easy for me to just go? I got oh, a guy.
1: Okay, who's a guy? Here's someone I don't know his name. We could look it up <laughs> for sure. No, it's okay. Okay, but we know what he did. He got, was it five or six people to accept that it was worthwhile to go down on this voyage to go oh, see the Titanic? Shit. We're going dark real fast, but yeah, come it's on. It's dark, but it's decision making. It is. Would you have done that? No. And any chance whatsoever, i pay you a billion dollars. I'll never be a billion. Oh, you'd pay me a billion dollars? Yeah.
0: No. Have you looked at the craft? No. It's not fun. There's only one window, yeah. and the thing is controlled by an Xbox controller. It's fucking unreal. I don't even think
1: it's Xbox. That was some, like, make-believe shit. It was a controller. It was an Xbox controller. It was an Xbox. Yes. Okay. This was that... It's fucking insane. We don't go that deep. And they've had numerous problems trying to get down there. Yeah. I don't know if this was the maiden voyage that deep. I know they've
0: done some pressure testing. So yeah. Some of the things, you know, post-mortem and not sound...
1: And this is honestly, like, all due respect to those yeah, who lost sure. their lives. It's yeah, terrible. Let's take the
0: human element out of it, you know? Please as much as you can, because it is sad. I just can't imagine five people being in that craft. From what they're saying now, and again, you know, it seems to make the most sense, is that the craft imploded fairly quickly. Right. Millisecond, right. And so, they weren't sitting there suffering. Right. You know, I mean, because once it implodes, I mean, you're you're done. But yeah, there was just a lot of bad decisions. I was watching a clip of an interview that a guy did from CBS, I think, went and interviewed the CEO of this company, who was actually on that craft. Mm. This is maybe a year or two ago. And he was kind of taking the piss out of him, You know, he's like, oh, this thing seems a little bit shoddy. He was like, well, you know, he goes, well, what kind of certification? He goes, oh, you know, and again, I'm mm. just going off of memory, which is not always great. But the guy's like, well, we don't feel the need to get certified in all these various regulatory things because the guy's clearly like, we don't want government oversight on this or we don't want to slow down progress. And yeah, his life was just ideology. But really what it is, is we don't want to be told that we can't do this. We mm. don't want to be told that we have to scrap this thing. And so they just chose not to do it. Also made the decision not to hire, you know, like military submarine. I don't know if you call them pilots or captains. I don't know. I mean, again, this is just a spattering of information. Yeah. And of course, hindsight is 2020, but you have people like James Cameron who was invited to go on a trip there and he said, no way. uh uh-uh, uh This yeah. thing is not safe. And yeah, he told the guys, like, you need to get certified. The guy wouldn't do it. There was one guy who was supposed to be on that trip who backed out the last minute due to safety concerns. Really? He said they were using industrial piping and talking about the rivets and a number of other things. So he clearly knew. This craft is not is not gonna be able to make it. Yeah. Why wouldn't people listen to that though?
1: Right. Like if you're going on it, if like you're getting on a plane, yeah, and there's another pilot getting on, he's like, I don't want to fly on this plane this day. Guess who's not going on that plane? Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. If the pilot says nope, not happening, yeah. I'd be like, I'm joining you. Yeah. I just yeah. don't get it. Well, I heard a lot of cut corners people of are course, talking about yep. and there are people who resigned from this company because yep. they didn't like the direction it was concerns. going. Yeah. 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 Then they make you sign this document, which you do. If you go to a jumpy house, you gotta sign a document For Sure. you understand the risk, but when you like you might die. Yeah. So there's that question is like, would you go to the bottom of the ocean and there's a 1% chance you're not coming home? You're like, shit, I don't know if I would do that. And then if you start raising that number a little bit at a time, mm-hmm. that's basically what the document's saying. Yeah. There's a chance you might not come home. For sure. That sounds fucking horrific. And where you're not even sitting, you're on a floor. Yeah. You have a Ziploc bag to use for the bathroom. Yeah. Like, and you're supposed to sit
0: still for 10 hours on the descent. That is a long descent. Yeah. I don't know, to me, it just doesn't, I mean, in one window. I don't get one it. One window. Yeah. To me, I'm like, hey, look, at least, put some windows inside. Yeah. So as we're descending, there's some cool shit. You know, yeah.
1: I don't know. What about, so the Coast Guard gets involved. Yep. All these countries are involved. Right. So now we have to go rally all these people together to save this thing that cut corners, that did all this stuff. Now we're putting other people's lives at risk.
0: Well, not really. Because what they were using, it, they weren't sending people down to the bottom yeah. to find the stuff. Okay, with the resources, time, time, money. But that's what their job is, man. That's what the Coast Guard does. Search and rescue. Save people from stupid shit. That's a big part of their job. They do that yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah, I get, get know, it. If you go out on a fishing vessel off the Carolina coast or in Florida. Or you can look at the weather. Yeah, you can look at the weather. you, you did that. Yeah. If your boat just breaks down. Right. Call the Coast Guard. They'll come haul you in. Yeah. That's their job. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, they do other things as well. I get it. Search and rescue is a big part of it. And search and rescue isn't always because the boat sank or people are in the water. I mean, that does certainly happen. Sure.
1: A lot of times, just the vessel broke down. There's a whole explorer nation. You know, they're out there. They want to explore. And this is a big shot, them to say fuck. Well, took a big uh, step backwards. I don't say a back stepwards, which is probably more appropriate. It could be. Yeah. These
0: are billionaires. So some of the things that are really weird about this is that the justification on cutting corners was to cut costs. These are billionaires. $200,000 is, I mean, I'll spend that in an afternoon, right? It's nothing to them. I don't think they would have mind, you know, spending 500,000 as opposed to 200,000 if safety precautions were a little bit better and tighter. Yeah. You know, and again, we have an inclination to trust. If a company is out there, it's got backing and everything else. And I was talking to my buddy, Frank, Frank, I know you're listening to this, so shout out to Frank. But we were talking about this yesterday and Frank deals with a lot of people, you know, executives in big companies, global companies. And he was talking to one of his clients about this. And the guy said, Frank, you don't understand, you know, for people that have all the money in the world, they're constantly looking for the next great thing they can do that will be a good conversation starter at the dinner table Mm. that will give them that rush so to go down in a vessel to see the wreckage of the titanic is not something that most people will ever have the opportunity to do yeah right yeah so sometimes you throw caution to the wind especially if this is something that what a cool experience what a great story to tell you know Yeah. yeah and that makes sense it certainly does and anything, if you want something bad enough, you can tell yourself a story that justifies throwing caution to the wind, even if your gut tells you something might be off here. But then you'll immediately try to start finding reasons why your gut is wrong. Like, well, there's no way this vessel or this company would be able to operate and have been able to operate had there not been some oversight. Right. Yeah. So a lot of times it's just there's questions you don't know to ask. I assume. Now the one guy that decided not to go, he understood. Like, hey, what's structural integrity? Whereas the other folks may not have
1: understood that at all. Yeah. Do they have a meeting before and say, by the way, this guy's not going?
0: I really don't know. I mean, that's just what I heard. Again,
1: this is just like spattering of information. I mean, you're saving us, so you should have this information maybe. But that's the point. I love how you always bring it back around to boost my ego because you know how fragile I am. Yeah. You were a good co-host. You know who tried to save him or saving him at the end? It's Cardi B. You hear what she said? What? It's the stepson. Of the billionaire that was on there, oh, I heard about this went guy. Went to the Blank One Eight Two concert and said, "This is where my family would want me." Cardi mm-hmm. B called his ass out. So they have a Twitter spat on. <laughs> so <laughs> ridiculous. Cardi B's right. She's yeah.
0: I mean, well, what did she say?
1: Uh, I was trying to find it, but keep talking. We'll find yeah, it. Yeah. So She's me and fun. Frank were
0: talking about this. We said, "Look, you know, taking again, always have to disqualify or qualify here, taking the human element out of it and the loss of life." And this was right before they had announced the debris field had been found. He and I were talking, mm-hmm. and I said, "You know, this sounds terrible." I said, "But." Because these are all billionaires, I mean, what are the family members of these who stand to inherit a lot of this money? I said, I bet a lot of them are sitting there kind of keeping their fingers crossed, right? Like, yeah. hey, you never know. And then he goes, Yeah, mm-hmm. did you hear about the stepson? I said, No. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, It doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah. And the guy put something on Twitter like, Ladies, I'm single. I mean, I don't know, man. To me, it's just.
1: Something's off. Something's off. Yeah, she just called it out. She went in this whole rant, I guess, about like, yeah, you're supposed to be waiting by the phone to get updates about me. Right. Like, you aren't supposed to be doing these things and just kind of call it like she saw it.
0: Yeah. Maybe he's right. Maybe his family would want him at the Blink-182 sure. concert because maybe in that family, they don't have any love, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What's really weird, too, at a high level is that you have, at least in the social media sphere, not the direct knowing of a person. I know plenty of people that are very wealthy and they're great. You know, no problems. Yeah. I also know plenty of people that are wealthy and they're weird as fuck and have a lot of problems because they're humans. So person to person, all this aside, that differs when you meet somebody. So I'm generalizing here, but in the social media sphere, the media, this tension between the super rich and everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So there is this weird kind of like serves you right. That's what you get for thinking you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You go down in a tuna can (laughs) and you explode. Yeah. Good for you. There's that weird sentiment that's out there. Yeah. But it doesn't matter how much money you have. At the end of the day,
1: human beings lost their lives.
0: Made bad decisions, lost their lives. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one because, I don't know, I would imagine they wanted to see it. Of course. How cool would it be to see it? At the same time, I think a lot of times people do things because they want to tell the story of what they did.
0: Right. That's what Frank was saying. I think he's right.
1: Yeah. You know, I was one of those people that was on that. I came back because maybe chances are you could have come back. There was odds to say like at some point this could have worked out. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what we're I saw something James
0: Cameron was on. He did an interview. He said the day they lost contact, you know, James Cameron's whole thing has been exploring the Titanic. I mean, he's yeah. a very successful director, but also an incredibly successful explorer. Yeah. Pretty amazing stuff. But he said, day one, because he's part of that small community of explorers, when they lost contact and the transponder, you know, and tracking went out, and he explained this, he said, he knew immediately that it was... It was over. Yeah. He said, if the tracking device is lost, Mm. you can't track the vehicle, and you've lost communications, he said, 100% in his mind, he's like, it was an implosion. Yeah. You know, the pressure just, it blew up. And he said, the reason why is because the tracking device has its own separate pressurized container. So it's not affected by the rest. So the only way that thing is going to stop working is if it also implodes. Yeah. And that's when he knew. Yeah, most people knew. He said it was just a charade looking for him. He said, there's just no way they're they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but for the rest of us who don't know that, definitely there's hope. I mean, I was hoping that this would be a, we found them. They
1: miraculously survived. Holy shit. What an amazing story. Yeah. Yeah. There's word out that the U.S. Navy had filed this on Sunday. Uh-huh. And they withheld the information on the commands of Joe Biden because of his son, Hunter. Story.
0: <laughs>
1: Who comes up with this shit, man? Yeah. I mean, it's not... The
0: media and the government, of course, do those things. We put stuff out, but who's saying that? Yeah. Twitter? No,
1: this is on Newsweek. <laughs> <laughs> Newsweek? It's out there. I mean, it's just something that if you look on, it's going to pop up somewhere in your feed. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Maybe th- not your feed, but...
0: No, that's the world of media, though. Yeah. It's... Here's what's actually going on. But hey, everybody, look over here. Mm. Right? That's what happens. Mm. That can be with anything. Yeah. Which kind of brings me to the biggest potential story in all of human history. The entire thing was a distraction. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was a distraction from what? Hunter? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. That's fucked up. It would be fucked up. He gets a little slap on the wrist. Who is that's Hunter? Yeah. Yeah. But it just proves something that we all know, right? It's like if you've got all the money in the world yeah law does not apply to you yeah it just doesn't yeah if you fall within the elite and wealthy class you can buy your way out of just about anything but not the titanic submarine. except that yeah mother nature will fuck you every time yeah you
1: can't win money can't buy yeah. life against mother nature yeah yeah could have gotten us a flight out of charlotte this past week The holy shit It like rained every day yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk did. about the weather. That's what you talk about when you got nothing so else. So good. We got lots, though. <laughs> yeah, so. we do have lots. Yeah, it is something to talk about. Okay, but I, I bring,
0: I'm bringing up here what I think is. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Jeez. Don't. This is great. Yes, yeah, it's good. Miss this. Oh, yeah, the greatest potential story in all of human history broke two weeks ago. The mainstream media is not covering much of it. Do you know what story I'm talking about? I don't. I'm so excited. Did you track anything about David Grush? the UFO whistleblower. This guy comes out. There was an article in the debrief that was done by an author named Leslie Kane who's Mm -hmm. been on top of this. She was a New York Times writer, very well-respected journalist, and then in this, you know, the UAP UFO community, and I say community as in people who have been scientifically looking at this and really following this for a long time. She's one of the most well-respected. Broke this story. Very detailed. I'll send it to you. Maybe we should put it in the show notes as well for anybody that hasn't heard this. But he came out to Congress and essentially had documented over i don't know how long the time period was but he had several people throughout the intelligence apparatus working on various black budget programs come to him to tell him that the US government has shadow organizations that have programs that are designed for crash retrieval and reengineering of non-human craft that have either been downed or part that they have recovered and are reverse engineering the technology and essentially said these are of non-human intelligence that there has been reported biological entities the pilots of these that have been recovered and that uh, this has been going on for decades and decades That it's a mass disinformation campaign that has been waged on the american public yeah I do want to talk about a couple of these things, too, because I've heard all the critics. This guy, according to several people in the military and the government and the intelligence apparatus, is above repute. He's not a quack. He holds TSSCI clearance, which, again, we'll talk about that with security clearance. He's been trusted by the U.S. government with some of the government's most sensitive secrets. So, again, I say all that. We're not dealing with somebody who's like, yeah, I worked as a receptionist. Yeah. Okay? He had people come to him, and at first he even states, I thought this was a ruse, but he had multiple people come to him in confidence to say they've been working on these programs, these programs do not have congressional oversight, and that they, they don't feel comfortable with how things have been going, meaning that there's no oversight. You know, this is an illegal operation. So several people who want to get out of this. The common argument is that, and I always make this argument about big government conspiracies. Is have you ever worked for the U.S. government? Yeah. Have you ever worked in the U.S. government? Because they're not real good at keeping secrets like that. But if you have a program that is not overseen by Congress, then it is plausible for sure that you could have a small group of people that can keep this a secret. So the argument that, well, there's just no way the government could keep this secret for that long is not a very good argument. It's an argument in most cases. But again, congressional oversight is where the government essentially, as far as we know it, stops. If that's not there, then it's something else. It's a shadow government or shadow organization operating without oversight. It's not technically a part of the government. So that could be whether it's either using contractors or we don't have to get into the weeds on that. So anyway, he came out and reported this to Congress. Before he did that, though, he helped draft the legislation on the whistleblower protections around UFOs and UAPs. He drafted that because he knew, number one, he was going to come out and talk to Congress and wanted to make sure that he was not going to go to jail, that he was not going to be prosecuted, whatever. Kirsten Cinema and Marco Rubio were the authors of that bill. He wrote it. They signed it, passed it. Then he came out to Congress and said, by the way, and he delivered this report. The inspector general looked at the report before he ever sent it and said, this is a very legitimate whistleblower concern and it needs to be looked into the inspector general of the intelligence community if i'm getting this right was representing him in the beginning for the whistleblower claim and then stopped representing him after he had turned it all in not because of what he did but because he couldn't by law represent him if i'm getting this wrong right, i'm probably fucking this up he couldn't represent him since grush had also left the military so yep. he can't represent a civilian so the inspector general of the intelligence community leaves his firm so he could directly represent Grush as a civilian. This is what I'm hearing. I say all this to build a background. This isn't some weirdo quack who's like, ooh, I'm going to come up with this great story and throw this thing out here. He's essentially saying that we have been reverse engineering technology. There's been a dark Cold War arms race, because other countries have captured this as well, that there are biological entities non-human. He's not saying that they are extraterrestrial. He said they could be interdimensional. They could be terrestrial, you know, subterrestrial. We don't know because it's been held so deeply under, you know, these programs, nobody's talking about it. And even inside those programs, just because you work on them, you're not going to know every single thing that's going on. The government's great at compartmentalization. Yeah. So if you have good compartmentalization and something else people have to understand too, just because you hold a really high security clearance doesn't mean you know everything. It just means that you have the ability to be read in on various projects. Talk to anybody that holds a top secret security clearance or special access security clearance who's worked in the government for a long time. They don't want to know something that they don't need to know. Because you know what that translates to? Paperwork. Yeah. The more you read in on, the more paperwork, the more shit you got to deal with. And you can't get away from it. No. If you don't need to know, don't tell me. I'm just going to do my job. Right. So I don't want to deal with all the paperwork and the bullshit and everything else that comes with it. Mm -hmm. Just let me do my job. Yeah. So this is what we've got going on right now. Yeah. Mainstream news isn't really picking it up too much. Yeah. But, News Nation did a whole interview with him. It's worth watching for yeah. sure.
1: There's all sorts of, I mean, I just found some articles about it in depth. Yeah. In depth. Like it talks about his service career, 14 years, decorated, oh, yeah. a lot of awards. Yeah. I didn't do it justice at all. This guy is. Yeah. yeah. We'll put that in the show notes for sure.
0: But if what he's saying is now there's going to be congressional hearings about this. The Whistleblower Protection Act was also put into place because he knew several of these people who've been working on these black budget programs that don't have congressional oversight do want to come forward, but they got to have protections. The critique is always well, this is just hearsay, right? I think this guy's full of it. Again, his pedigree would say otherwise. Or, you know, maybe he's part of a government disinformation campaign saying that there's a big mass disinformation campaign, right? Like going down the rabbit hole there. Sure, all those things are possible. I think it's unlikely. But the other thing too is that people don't understand how clearance's work, how compartmentalization works. On top of that, had Grush seen these things, and been firsthand, you know, witness to him, then he would almost certainly be in violation of violating his security yeah. clearance and his oath to office. So, this guy's not an idiot. He knows that world, and what he's allowed to know, what he's allowed to report as secondhand as opposed to firsthand, makes the world a difference in whether or not you are violating the oath that you took if you are violating your sworn secrecy. So... A lot of folks are like, well, if he wasn't the primary person, then I think he's full of shit. I'm like, well, you don't understand really how this works or how the whistleblower protections work. He's coming out not because he believes the American public necessarily needs to know all this. Before he went and did the interview, he got the DOD to sign off on what he was going to talk about. People are like, oh, see, this can't be right. It must be a misinformation campaign by the DOD. Again, if they don't understand how the DOD operates, then it certainly would look like that. But for the DOD, what they're just making sure of is that he is not sharing state secrets that he is not sharing anything that is currently classified he can talk about things that even if it's like hey the dod is doing this and if it's not like i'm showing you documents to say that they're doing this and yeah. so on then they'll clear it they're just making sure you're not revealing any classified information yeah because that's what they're going to do yeah right they're just like yep we signed off on this fine. so he took all the precautions to make sure number one he's not revealing classified information yeah he's not violating. His oath, he's not violating his clearance, which I'm sure he doesn't have his clearance now. Maybe, most likely not. Because usually, once you leave the military, it's just, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But to me, if what he's saying is true, this is the biggest game changer in human history. Yeah. He was definitively saying, we are not alone.
1: Yeah. You know, back in, uh, this is around the time, what was the date of this? Early May? Late May, I think. No, but this was, that was May and June. What you're talking about in Vegas or somewhere in Nevada, 10-foot creature in the backyard. You saw about that. That came out after. local news, of course, it's not picked up by the national media. Or CNN picks, they have a quick little hit. Yeah. But it's not like mainstream, like you said.
0: Well, sure. It was more mainstream than picking up on David Grush. For sure. And the reason, I've heard people say this, and I think this makes sense. The reason why that got a little bit more steam is, number one, it's easier for our brains, or at least the belief is, it's easier for our minds as a population to grapple with that and then to easily write it off. 10-foot creature in the backyard, my ass. Yeah. Then to have to sit down and grapple with the fact here's a guy who's, you know, highly decorated, highest level of clearance, as far as we know, highest level of clearance in the intelligence community, above repute, get Christopher Mellon, you know, come out and write an entire piece defending him. These are like big, well-known people who have been in this world. The inspector general has left his firm to go represent this guy. Like, you can't write him off. If you seriously try to report on it, you can't write him off. You have to take him serious. Right you don't have to take a teenage boy who says he sees two 10-foot creatures in his backyard after,
1: you know. For sure. Spacecraft. Of course, somewhere in Nevada.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course. Now, I'm not saying, you know, because the police body cam picked up the thing that fell. They were all taking it seriously. But it, you and I don't have to grapple with that. Right. I could just say, well, I think it's bullshit. Then right. We move on. Right. But if you really sit down and you look at what Grush is reporting, it's like, they have to psychoanalyze him now. Several people have been trying to psychoanalyze him on YouTube, and I'm just like, I'm talking
1: about, like, real psychoanalyst, not...
0: Oh, yeah. No, no. He's past all that. He wouldn't be able to hold a clearance if he was mentally ill. Not at all. Yeah. No. That's the thing.
1: Yeah. Are you surprised? Not by Grush, but by, like, that there's something else going on. No, I believe there's something else going on. Sounds like uh, Independence Day. Like the movie. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's stuff being hidden somewhere. Well, for sure. We only need to know so much. Yeah. I mean,
0: I do think that there are... Hmm. That's a hard one, man. I mean... Do I think that the American public needs to know everything that is going on, you know, from a national security standpoint? No. And I say no, only because we have built our entire country. We have built, you know, since World War II, this thing that we're trying to protect, this way of life that we have, sadly, has been built on the military-industrial complex, you know, which has dramatically increased defense spending since World War II. Again, because we realized how much the Nazi war machine was. Technologically, they just outmatched all the allies. Their minds were blown, like, how the fuck did we win this? Like, there's no way we should have done that. Mm. Which is also why, like, all these Nazi scientists, which, you know, we conveniently don't talk about this, they came over to America. We're like, well, we're not going to prosecute you in Nuremberg. How about we give you a job? Because you guys were way ahead of the curve on this. So they were working on top secret projects for the United States. Our entire space program was built by uh, Werner von Braun. Did I get that right? Yeah, he was like the top Nazi. Are
1: you pointing to me to Google that? Because you got the Googles right there, buddy. Yeah.
0: Werner von Braun. I'm pretty sure that's who it yeah. was. I mean, incredible from a scientific standpoint. And his argument was like, I never really believed in the Nazi ideology. It was just, you know, he's a top scientist doing his job. Maybe that's the case. Yeah. But the point is, is that once we realized how outgunned we were, technologically inferior we were, the fear of being in that position again was so real. I mean, this is how the field that I operate in, strategic foresight and future studies, that's how it got started. Yeah is because of world war ii they're like all right we need the weirdos thinking about long-term possibilities that we're not that's thinking a, about yeah that's how the rand corporation so started yeah oh they are man futures are a weird bunch. Of no people. you're saying yourself oh yeah yeah no, no i no. like that you got to have a weird way of looking at the world instead of just looking at it just like oh okay well question everything always Seek truth yeah
1: you know learn how to evaluate information yeah. make sense of things that other people can't make sense of very quickly yeah. but you like headlines still you can dissect a headline i've noticed so you know the headline, you've read it, and you're like, I don't need to read the article because this is shit, and whatever. Yeah, I'd taken multiple things that I weighed against.
0: And if mm. and most of the time, it's like, it's not really worth my time. You're, you're like a computer. What's that? I'm sorry, I'm trying to lighten the mood here. Yeah, I'm like, you're what? like
1: a computer, like you're processing shit. A very slow computer, mm. like a 1960s computer. Yeah, but earlier you said you were like the human equivalent of a GPT. Yeah, just really yeah. slow. Okay. So if Chad GPT and a 1960s computer... Had a baby.
0: They had a baby, it would mm. be me. And it would have a beard. Yeah, Oh, well, for sure, it would have to. I mean, it has to have something to give it self-esteem. Yeah, no hair. Correct. Yeah, good for you. So that's what I'm thinking, man. Yeah, I mean.
1: That's some deep shit.
0: Yeah, so I think certain things need to be secure because if you open it all up to think, you know, we've helped to perpetuate an environment of defense all around the world, not just for ourselves, but peer and near-peer adversaries have also followed suit in that same way. So if the United States is just like, fuck it, here's everything we're yeah, doing. Yeah, no, I don't want
1: to know that. Well, think about how people freaked out when there's a balloon flying across our country.
0: Now that is... (laughs) That just smelled like bullshit. Yes, a balloon. Come on. But it took over everything anyone was talking about. For sure. But why don't you see what else was going on during that time, too? Well, what else? Like, tell me. Like, a balloon is not a real good story. The submarine, for sure, that's like a real human tragedy story. Right. But a balloon from China?
1: Yeah. The point is, though... Once we see what's happening and then we freak out, the collective we.
0: Yeah, for a second. Not you and me. I don't know. Like certain things, and again, I don't know. My suspicion with the whole Chinese balloon was like, I certainly could see that that was, you know, I believe it's a Chinese balloon. Or it's a balloon that, you know, could be attributed to China. I mean, we spy on, all of us spy on each other the time. We spy on our allies and our allies spy on us. Yeah. It's the world we live in. For sure. We have a tight relationship with Israel, for example. We spy on Israel all the time. They spy on us all the time. It's just like, we just want to make sure there's no yeah. fuckery going on. <laughs> yeah. It's a good word. But you know, we work hand in hand on various things. Yeah. But we still spy on each other. Yeah. That's how all that stuff works. Mm. But the balloon stuff just seemed a little That was last oh, summer, geez. wasn't
1: it? That's crazy. Oh, well, it was in the fall, I think. It was. Was it in the winter? No. Oh, it's it's a winter. winter. Yeah. Time. Relative. Time continuum. It was actually. Yeah. That's right. It was in the uh, late fall, early winter. Shit. Why well, do I think it was the summer? Cause I was at the beach, but it wasn't warm out. Oh, I nice. About it. Nice. Just digging that one in when all of you back no, here I was wrong, wrong. I'm admitting that I was
0: wrong. You were wrong. You yeah. shouldn't have been at the beach unless you were
1: looking for a balloon. Yeah. Imagine though, like if you're do, working on something like Grosh is working on. Yeah. It's Grosh. Go ahead. Grush, I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, you said you're throwing other names. That's a lot of fucking work. Like yeah. all day, every day. Like, he's not taking weekends off Well, that right wasn't now.
0: his job. It's not like somebody brought him in to go no, find these I'm things No, what I'm saying out. is, like, yeah.
1: right now, once you sign up for something, my point is, he's all in. Oh, for sure. That's the other thing people don't realize, too, is... No three-hour trips to the beach for that guy. Fuck no. <laughs> not without security detail.
0: Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, people also don't realize this. I think he was 14 years in.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what they said. Yeah,
0: so 14 years in, he hadn't even hit his 20-year mark. To give up your pension, to give up all your benefits from service in the military. yeah, And this guy served at the highest levels. I mean, that's a big deal. It's not just like, well, I'll go get another job. He could potentially, depending on how this thing goes, could be fucked yeah, you know, for the rest of his life. yeah. But he believed that this was important enough. And again, his beef was this. This is an illegal program that has been going on for decades that Congress has had zero information on and no oversight. It is illegal according to the Constitution. So everything he's doing there, he's saying, it just needs oversight. He's not saying everything needs to be exposed to the American people, but Congress needs to know exactly what's going on. And that's what these other folks in the organization that have been working on these projects that came to him of their own free will, he wasn't out there looking for it. He was just ahead of the UAP task force, which, you know, Arrow, they call it different names. And he was let in on, hey, you're not being told about these programs. And that's why in the beginning I thought, this is a joke. And then when he had other people who did not know each other from other departments coming to him and also expressing their concern because they trusted him. Then he started to look into it and take it seriously. He said, there's no way this number of people who do not know each other, who do not work in the same department, could tell me the exact same thing about different programs that they're working on and their concerns that they're expressing. I mean, again, he's not an idiot. He's an intelligence analyst. And I know some people who've worked in government like, well, I mean... So for military guys, I know, like military intelligence isn't all that intelligent. Again, at the end of the day, you have to have a certain way of thinking. You have a certain skill set to where you can kind of sniff out bullshit pretty quick. Yeah. And you have to be able to assess all these pieces together very quickly or a long period of time, depending on how much time you've got, to determine whether or not there's a there there. And he did. Yeah. So much so that the inspector general said, this is a legit whistleblower concern. And he's also saying, too, like, look, the Pentagon doesn't even know about this. Now, that doesn't mean the entire Pentagon. Sure, some people in the Pentagon certainly know about this. So there's just layers upon layers upon layers that, you know, he's taking the time to really kind of unravel. I would imagine some other countries know about this. Oh, they do. Yeah, he was saying that. He said we have, he was putting it out that there's a, it's a, I don't know if you call it a shadow cold war, an underground cold war between us and other adversaries to reverse engineer this technology the fastest and for him he said this is a danger to our national security because if we're doing this without congressional oversight we're putting it into the hands of people that are able to make whatever decision they want to make that could lead to catastrophic results for the world the other thing he was saying is, is that it's been reported to him is that the technology exists right now that would pull us out of poverty energy that would solve all those problems so you also have large interests again allegedly oil industry pharmaceuticals the banking system, whatever it may be, these are all special interests who do not want the system to change. And what he's saying is the technology exists that would make all those irrelevant and it's been held from the American people and from the world for decades. So he's really kind of presenting a picture of, it sounds like a grand conspiracy, but it's really quite simple. The status quo vested interests will fight tooth and nail to survive. Yeah. That's what they'll do. If you're on top of the world, would you want to give up your opportunity to go tuna can and go down to the bottom of the oh, ocean? no. Right. Yeah.
1: Not happening. Not happening. happen in on a bad day. Maybe. A really bad day. It's going to be a really shitty day. Yeah. So,
0: again, it all comes down to incentives. Yeah. We're incentivized to make more money, to buy more shit that we don't need. <clears throat> We're saying, you know, we have these perverse power incentives as well. I'm all for the
1: free market. Yeah. Which we do not have. Minimalism. Yeah, yeah, you know, seriously, the fuck, you need that for? You don't. Yeah, black t-shirt works every time. I'll buy a four-pack. Yeah,
0: this is how I roll now. Yeah, what do, you, what do you got there? Into the AM, not sponsoring the show, but they should. They should. I bought some true classics, and I fucking hate them. You don't like true classic quality is so inconsistent. Like I might get one out of the pack. I'm like, this is good. Put another one. I'm like, this yeah, is it's shit. totally different. And I'm like, I'm not gonna pay this much money into the AM. Their discount stuff is
1: Yeah, it's just into the AM. Okay, mm-hmm. got it from Amazon. Yeah. Oh. Is that their company? Into the AM? Could be.
0: It's a stupid name, but it could be their company. A A M, Amazon. And Amazon makes wow. really stupid advertisements and very bad branding. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah. See those Amazon commercials like this?
1: Sucks. It makes no sense. It doesn't matter because they just sell everything. Yeah, Bezos is like, I don't care. Do whatever you want to. I'm Jeff
0: Bezos. Yeah. yeah you're gonna still buy from me no matter how shitty my it's ads are. It's crazy how much they
1: own the market. That guy is Steve. extraterrestrial, no doubt. Think so. Yeah, of course. You know so. Yeah, you've been fucking up late reading some shit for you. I find this stuff really fascinating. Clearly. You know? No, it's not making fun. I'm sorry. Well, oh, no, no, no. do get defensive. It goes
0: back to something I've said before, right? That one of the biggest advantages, and this happened to me when I was in my graduate program for strategic foresight and future studies, is that I learned very quickly how much I don't know, how much I never will know, and then how much of a strategic advantage that is for me as a person.
1: The fact that you know you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: means that I never stop learning. Mm. So You've if said somebody that feeds to me a definite narrative, the immediate thing I think is like, Bullshit. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. But I'm not going to just believe you. Yeah. Show me the data. Show me the evidence. Matter of factness doesn't work with you. No. It kind of goes back, you know, and I'm not going to go down the COVID rabbit hole here, but it's sad because, you know, it's like this whole thing was like, well, I represent the science or this is what the science says or the science is clear. And I'm thinking, you're a scientist, but you're talking about science as a religion, not as what science is, which science is, is a continuous process of new information and challenging ideas and developing new hypotheses based on things that have changed in the environment it's an ongoing it's a living process it's not a well we all agree boom it's done the science is settled mm-hmm. anybody says the science is settled is a fucking idiot yeah cuz I'm like well you don't know the definition of science it's basically it so to me you know we're being force fed a bunch of narratives and again don't fall for stupid conspiracy theories either of some other jackass giving you a matter of fact narrative like oh these things are connected look at my crazy whiteboard and all this shit here mm. don't do that either if you really want to understand something Do the research yourself. And people like to pick that one apart. Oh, do the research. Who's got time for that? Yeah, if you don't have time, then shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know? Don't be so like, oh, this is what's going on.
1: Really? Yeah. Show me. Yeah, you can never take anything that you think you know, but not actually read about it, learn about it, listen, talk to people. How would you fucking know?
0: You know, we qualify all of our statements that are like, hey, this is what I think is going on based on no fact at all.
1: I've not done the research. Here's my gut instinct. But the TikTok clip of say a minute or 90 seconds that leaves out that little we need a disclaimer because they think these two fucking knuckleheads let them think what they want to think we'll yeah. just like no feed absolutely into yeah yeah that yeah. pulls them in
0: yeah see then we're like we're doing exactly what we're critique on yeah
1: i mean you just created a whole podcast of like i don't know 25 minutes yeah on that topic but we create a whole podcast and you talk about et's or subtees. That was fucking mind blowing. Yeah, you said that, Shit. There's all kinds of categories. There's oh.
0: extraterrestrial, intraterrestrial, like that. The... And I think that's the one that's about like that they've always been here. They didn't come from another planet. They live on this planet. They're just in, they live in a different dimension. So we can only see in three dimensions, but maybe
1: mm. they live in the fourth or fifth dimension. That's the flash, the fourth dimension, shit like that. Yeah, or is that four D f- when you can like, f- <laughs> you know. Yeah. When you, the sound, the smell, the water, I'm sorry. Who knows? I mean, I'm being a knucklehead today. You're being like really serious.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But again, a
1: lot of the stuff that's coming out of my mouth could just be horse shit.
0: So you should go research it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) But again, and I'm speaking, and I wouldn't say high level because a high level means I know all the low level stuff and I'm going to simplify it. Yeah. I'm speaking at a spattering of information. But you know some shit. Yeah. You know, I've been tracking on this for a while. But you're not, what do
1: you think about the word expert?
0: I don't know. I mean, expert kind of has a finality to it. Again, the thing that I dislike about the idea of an expert is there was like, trust the experts. I'm like, trust the experts, but don't stop there. Yeah. I have no reason to not trust the experts. What people tend to do when they say that, especially like when around COVID, is like, oh, well, trust the experts. Well, the experts fucked it up royally, and the experts fuck it up royally all the time. Okay. So I don't stop at the experts. I want to know what the experts are saying. I have no reason to think that they're wrong, but I'm not just going to take what they're saying hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Say, okay, well, I'm going to think critically about this. Yeah especially if the experts are showing inconsistency on a regular basis and you got me I'm talking about fucking Fauci I mm-hmm. told you from week 2 when Trump was still in office I said that guy's got to go yeah you don't lie to the american people admit it and then get praised for it that's not just like i'm sorry i do not trust you you know and now if you said hey i was wrong and you have some humility about it cool you've got my trust yeah so anyway, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole because I I like
1: no love for that. No, I know, but you brought up COVID like two times and went hard at it. We're going to get that blue thing on Spotify. Good. That's good. They all got fired, though. If you look at Cuomo on CNN, Don Lemon, and your guy Fauci, all three of them were like some of the biggest proponents of they're so excited that COVID happened. And I always said, CNN's biggest mistake they've ever made because I think their CEO just got fired too, right? Because yeah. their ratings suck. Yeah, they sucked before they brought the new CEO. Because they fucking got Trump out of office
0: i don't know man i think it's just all of mass media in that
1: sense is just going downhill but that was their ticket because anything he said or did was right. their top story for sure and i don't give a shit what side of the political spectrum you're on that was so big for cnn and all oh, the news stations Ratings is great yeah unbelievable now they don't have any ratings now they got to compete with savers of the metaverse of all fucking podcasts no competition yeah so good. No competition. Yeah, we'd have been fired a long time ago if we worked for a big... Which is why we don't work for anybody. That's
0: right. We work for us. Mm-hmm. We work for the people. I like that. So if people want to... No, we don't work for the people because they can cancel no, us. I work for yourself. I work for myself. Yeah. About to talk to my own echo chamber, my own backyard
1: office. Your own dimension. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your own server. My own server. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, Discord and get you a server. I like it. Yeah. You should. Okay. Yeah. Done. That's how you do it now. Mid-journey. You fucked around with that? Not AI. Yet. Shit, that's crazy stuff. So you go to MidJourney, mm-hmm. midjourney.io or AI. I don't fucking know. Yeah. You just Google it. It's kind of weird how you get to the AI through Google. They got Google Bard. It's another story. Then you go to MidJourney. You sign up for an account. You got to pay. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes then you got to attach it to your Discord. So you guys have a Discord account. Yeah. Then you have to go into Discord and you go to a newbie station or you can create your own server. That's what they call it on Discord, like a chat's a server. And then you asked Midjourney to create me an image of this. So, you know, like the monkey or the baboon Mm -hmm. in the sky. Yes. Riding a, what's a baboon riding? An elephant, I think you had? Definitely. Singing songs? Something that was riding an elephant, I think. Something like that. Or riding a baboon. I don't know. It'll create that shit for you. But it's all done inside of Discord. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Which,
0: you know, I signed up for Discord just so I could have access to Midjourney, which I've never taken the rest of the time to go and do. But to me, that's the hindrance why most people aren't going to use it is just way too many steps.
1: Oh yeah, and it's not easy. So none of these AI things are easy to do like prompting ChatGPT or Jasper or... Jasper's actually got very good. No, right, but it can be a simple, I have a question, give me an answer. But if you're really trying to get an output of something, it takes time, effort, Prompts, understanding it. The Mid Journey prompts are crazy, super technical. Yeah, super technical. Does it have
0: an option like to enhance the prompt? Say, hey, it can. So Jasper does this now. Remember when we first started talking about ChatGPT, and I was talking about why well, I don't think you know the only yeah. time it's going to become really valuable is if it can take my unique voice and replicate that over and over again, not just give me generic shit from the internet. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, let's take my unique voice, understand what's going on, that actually works and converts in the external environment mm. and then help give recommendations of how this should be said in order to increase SEO or whatever it might be, but still staying within my brand voice.
1: Yeah. Jasper's doing that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing I it. I got
0: my assistant. But you got to yeah. give
1: it. You got to feed it samples and all that kind of stuff, or it's got to learn easy. your language. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's absolutely. not. Yeah,
0: but it does take some time. It takes time. But in doing that, though, what's cool is they also have this thing in their Jasper chat, which is called enhanced prompt. So I can put in a one sentence thing. This thing will kick out an enhanced prompt of like yeah. two paragraphs. And I'm sure. like, holy shit, that is wildly detailed. Yeah. Then you click it, and man, it just kicks out an output that's yeah. pretty impressive. Still needs work for sure, but it's pretty impressive. Yeah.
1: And a lot of those prompts that so you can use Google Bard or ChatGPT to create your prompt for say a mid
0: i think google bard's now built into all google workspace
1: isn't it you can use it yeah. yeah you just have to turn it on
0: yeah i need to do that just to check it out
1: i felt like personally i know people who like google bard it creates a lot of assumptions and gets a ton of information wrong which i know yeah. to be wrong but i feel like that's way like i wouldn't no-no. use it for search
0: which we shouldn't yeah. use
1: ChatGPT for search either it has search it's got the plugins now yeah. The plugins are crazy, but they're just getting started. Okay. Everybody starts an AI so company. Elementary. Yeah. 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 Really oh is. my god. And there's like thousands in there just by the day. Yes. By the day. Yeah. We should have one. We should. Just to say we do. Well, and the vast majority of those are gonna go under. For sure. Someone's gonna win and oh, and they're buying them. As soon as someone's got something good, yeah, oh, yeah. Microsoft will buy that shit or whatever. Sure.
0: Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. NFL.
1: Speaking of.
0: Yeah. Apple. I don't know if mm. you're gonna talk if it's not, but the Apple Oh, yeah. Virtual Good reality, call. augmented reality. Yeah. Did it's you take a, a look while. at
1: that? What's it called? $3,500 or something like that? It's like just $3,500, $3,600. So did you get your pair? You're going to get it's a five, pair? No.
0: No, no. Is not that the future? First-gen. No. No. I mean, it's impressive. At least the video that they were putting out, the promo video.
1: Apple, what do they call it again? What's it called? I'll find it's it. It's the
0: Apple Pro
1: Vision Pro. Apple Vision Pro. I, yeah, yeah. Like, I know. I was Googling this shit.
0: They say, you know, again, the big problem is this. Anytime you have to put something on your face, no matter how comfortable it is, yeah. you're not going to keep it on there very long. Yeah. How many times do you take off a, a baseball cap when you're wearing it? What do you mean? When you put on a baseball cap, do you leave it on the whole day or do you take it off I'll take it off, yeah. yeah
2: exactly. you got to take it off,
0: put it back on, take it off, put it back yeah. on. Anything that we put on our face or on our body, in particular our face, we're not going to want to leave on for very long.
1: So this is basically going to be your computer. Correct. That's why it's thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah,
0: the Trump place replaced the MacBook Pro. The technology that they're saying this thing has is pretty impressive. I mean,
1: it's pretty dope when you see it. Like Oh yeah. That's kind of like Iron Man when he's oh, fucking yeah. around with some shit. But he's not wearing glasses. It looks amazing. Yeah. It really does. How are you typing? Oh. With your hands, I like think so. <laughs> yeah, he's got
0: a virtual keyboard right there.
1: A virtual keyboard.
0: So I you know, I must know. be using hand tracking. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, but the way they look at made it look too. Oh yeah, I guess there'll be virtual. So you touch it and it'll it'll work. It's gonna go this way. I mean, Apple's not creating the shit if they don't some version of it in some time.
0: The jury's out for me. The cost of entry has to definitely go down. Or this just becomes a niche product that
1: Yeah, but if you want a really good computer, I get it. Right now, computers are for a really good computer, let's say you're spending a thousand bucks for a good one, two thousand twenty five hundred bucks for a really kick ass computer. Yeah. So like look at a flat screen on the wall, Mm -hmm. right? When those things first started coming out, oh, it was a few thousand dollars. More. Now More. those things are nothing. Yeah. Nothing. nothing. That's so an
0: antiquated model right there. Like nobody this
1: pay anything for that. shit. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Whoever bought that.
0: Oh, no. It's,
1: I'm sorry. It's same I'd model. buy that for an office. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't buy it for home entertainment. And it's been here for some years. But point being, which we're off track all of a sudden.
0: What track? We're never on track never, of anything. The cost
1: will come down. Yeah. So the first model is going to be expensive. Right. And I would be interested in the second or third generation.
0: Mm. Right? Because this first model... They've done the beta and all that. But really what they're looking for is the early adopters to pick this thing up, people who have the money to do it, and they're really looking at power users. For instance, you know, so I actually would probably fit in the demographic of this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? My guess. Saviors of the Metaverse should fucking have this and they should do our podcast fucking We with should it. reach out to them and ask them. Can we not? share the same screen? I'm sure we could. You we'll just share ask them for share two. Yeah. Say, hey, look,
0: we've got a podcast called this. I think we should actually try and do this. Yeah. And say, send us two of these things and we'll do our entire show in this.
1: All right, so there's a guy who's developing all this sports science data uh-huh. using it on the Apple Watch. It's fascinating shit. Got a podcast coming out soon. Shout out to that. But Apple reaches out uh-huh. they want to learn about this stuff. And he's like, I'm not talking to Apple because what Apple does is they want to They're inquisitive. Yes. They want to learn. And they're just going to do it. They're going to fucking take the idea. So they're going to find two people that look like us. Next thing you know, saviors of the Appleverse are going to come on and they're going to take over. They're going to try to take over. Yeah. Attempted coup. Yeah. sorts. It's not going to work, but they're going to try it. Yeah. And that's what they're after. This whole thing is to take down our podcast. Somehow. I like the way you're thinking.
0: (laughs) That definitely makes us feel really important. It does. Yeah. But yeah, I use the MacBook Pro. Mm. They're, you know, I guess they're M1 system. It's it's not the most expensive. Like I didn't get like all the extra. The billionaires' versions. But yeah. yeah, But the device itself is designed for creators. Like if you're, you need a lot of memory, Mm. a lot of storage if you're, you know, in the speed rendering high definition videos. So if you're creating and doing all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So now again, compared to somebody who gets paid to edit video, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Because I do it for myself and for my own business and yeah. things like that. I got the air. Yeah. But it's not the same as like it's the MacBook good. Pro, I the like M1 or the I M2. got
1: the M2 Air. I spilled coffee on it. It's the first fucking time I've ever spilled something on it. That's great. And I have the Apple care. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. It's like all this shit. You gotta add to it. So I go down there and mm-hmm. I've never done this before. What do we do? <clears> he <throat> could feel it's like sticky. It's not kind of something fucked up with it. Yeah, it's like, like Here, Send it out. They call me back two days later, get it. Looks perfect, start yeah. doing it. It's like acting weird. It's like wow. I fucking go back and the guy opens it up. He brings me in the back of the Apple store. There's Ooh. security back there. Yeah. He's like, you're not supposed to be back here, but I gotta show you some shit because it's too bright out. So I gotta show you the inside of what your computer looks like. Yeah. He's like, whoever put this little piece in, mm-hmm. put a broken piece in. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So Apple fixed it, didn't fix it. Yeah. They gave me a broken piece of shit. So they had to take it, they had to, I said, no, get the piece. Come back in there. They fixed it. Took them a day. Yeah. It's working great. Yeah. It was my fault. So I take all the blame. I wasn't mad.
0: No, but if they're going to make you pay for Apple Care to, yeah. And I mean, then true. they
1: give me a broken piece. But they were super nice and they took care of it.
0: I spent about two and a half hours on the phone with Apple because, you know, I've told you about the Bluetooth um, issues I've been having yeah. with the 14 Pro Max. It's like, this is the nicest phone you got. And it's the shittiest Bluetooth experience mm-hmm. I've ever had because it was getting outside interference from various power lines. Even gas lines. Was uh, weird, you know? and I was tracking all this stuff. You know, I just pay attention. Where's it constantly going out? Yeah. And it would go out, and then it would just be quiet for like a second or two, and then it would speed up to catch up to where it was. And I was like, this is the fucking worst. Yeah. Spent plenty of time on, with Apple on the phone. You know, we did the remote scan to find out if anything was wrong. Everything they could tell was the hardware was fine. Took it into the Apple Store. Same thing. We did an even deeper dive on all this stuff. And I uh, said, so, all right, well, let's just do a complete factory reset. Don't upload... You know, don't go back and take your data and, and you know, because mm. maybe there's a software glitch. Yeah. We're fine for three weeks. Start fucking up again. Jeez. Called them. They told me to ask for tier two, all that kind of stuff. Spent like three and a half hours on the phone with the guy from engineering. This guy was really smart. I mean, we were troubleshooting all kinds of stuff. And what was this for? This was for the Bluetooth connection. So... Of your phone? Uh-huh. To, yeah, from Bluetooth. I fucking just send you a new phone. Which they already did. They did that. And it also fucked up. And I said, okay... Mm. The first time, yeah, that's an important point. The first time, once I had to finally talk to tier two support, I said, look, she's like, all right, well, let me get you somebody to engineer. I said, hold on a second. I've already spent a lot of time on this. I said, can you guys just send me a new phone? She was like, oh yeah, we can do that. She goes, yeah, thanks, because God, dealing with engineering, you're going to be on there with hours. We'll just send you a new phone. I was like, great. Thank you. Yeah. So they did. And then it was working fine and it started fucking up. So I was like, all right, well, this
1: is a you problem, sounds like.
0: Yeah, but they could never find out what was going on. So we spent like three and a half hours figuring Ah. this out. And if anybody's listening to this podcast and has the 14 Pro Max, or they said it's even, you know, it's like the 13s. They're all running on the same type of system. Because the last phone I had was the XR. No problems at all. But basically what it came down to was this, is that, Bluetooth is antiquated. It hasn't been updated since the time it was developed. Mm. It's still running on 2.4 gigahertz, which is what everything runs on. That's like yes, a device, a all... smart home device. Yeah. It's a flooded channel. Yeah. And it has multiple channels. Ugh. It's just flooded. So, what's happening is, is the phone is constantly trying to find the best connection in a very crowded spot. Yeah. And it's flipping through all those channels. And so, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do, it's just not doing it as like. The technology has superseded the Bluetooth technology. Yeah. So anyway, all that said, we couldn't find anything wrong. The phone was doing what it was supposed to do. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. We even tested with a buddy's Apple Air Pro AirPod, mm-hmm. you know, because then he could also do like a, a diagnostic on the AirPods. Mm-hmm. So he could get both devices. This is really fascinating. and probably a super waste of time for me. Yeah. Unbelievable. But being able to <laughs> diagnose these two yeah. things. Well, I do think it's kind of important because I know other people are dealing with Bluetooth shit issues. Yeah. So the key is is that you need to talk to tier two support, talk to them about what's happening, get them to diagnose this stuff. So good. But come to realize that what it is, ultimately, what we determined was that it is getting interference from power lines and various other things. Because it would only happen I'd go into neighborhoods, mm. not when I'm on the highway. Going into neighborhoods where they're doing construction, new power lines are being put up, where there's underground buried utility lines, and it would just fuck up. Yeah, either disconnect me completely or just scramble the sound. But what it is is that Bluetooth is so overwhelmed. And the technology is is designed to handle a much, the technology is faster than the Bluetooth technology. Yeah. So it's creating kind of problems like this. So I know some folks are working on it to try and fix that problem, but that's what's going on. So he did a full diagnostic. And then at the end of the day, the Apple AirPod Pros worked a lot better than my other Bluetooth headphones. And he talked to engineering and said, we're going to send you a brand new pair. Just hopefully this helps. We know it doesn't fix the Bluetooth problem, but just as a, you know, thanks for spending the time to do all this sent me a brand new pair of the Gen, cool. Gen 2s, which Apple's earphones have never fit in my ears. Yeah. But these apparently... They work. Oh, they're fucking great. Yeah. Because they can... They stick in my ear. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, man... And they do work a lot better. Yeah. The Bluetooth in my car is still
1: fucked up. Yeah. but whatever. Good for you. Thank you. That's some saving. You just saved time. I just time. saved. You saved time. And I helped to solve a problem. You could have saved... I don't want to go as far as a life, but like... Because someone was going to spend all that time on the phone... Yep. And they're going to be mindlessly cutting their vegetables.
0: Most people don't have the time to cut
1: like their vegetables. Constantly. No, they do. But they miscut their vegetables because they're so frustrated. Get off the vegetables. No, I'm sorry. But people should eat they're more vegetables. They're cutting their steak before they want to cook it. I don't know why the fuck you do that. Whatever. And they're not, they're not going to do that. It just save their life. I did. I'm like, hey, look, don't waste your time
0: troubleshooting all the basic stuff. Because I always want to start you with, all right, we'll disconnect the Bluetooth, reconnect it. Like, yeah. we have done all that stuff. I knew all those things.
1: That's like some... Go see The Flash. You'll see where I'm getting at. Yeah. You've been referencing The Flash quite a bit. It's good stuff. Do you want to go into Multiverse? No, I don't. But this is The Jared Show. I've just come to realize. I know. i sorry. Gas lines is interesting, though. You said gas lines. That was the weirdest thing. I got a gas line at my house, and I was going to hook up the grill to it. So I go buy the grill. Which grill? I just got a new grill. Well, like, the first grill I got was a Weber grill. Uh-huh. Right? It's a good one. Not sure. top of the line. It's a good one. Gas, you know, right through the house. Whatever. Yeah. So I called the company, the plumbing company, to come out to install it. Cause I was looking at them like, there's your first problem right there. A plumbing company deals with water, not gas. No, they do gas. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know. That's what you think.
0: Uh, no, no, no. I just But funny. they're like, yeah. I get it.
1: That's your way. You should have called us yeah. too. Yeah. So, cause I was looking at how to do it. I actually posted on Reddit. And once I, I was like, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't stupid and like, this isn't some easy hookup. Mm-hmm. And people were like, no, don't blow up your house. Anyway, actually, yeah, totally don't good. fuck with gas. I'm lines. not fucking with mm-hmm. gas. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted to. I just wanted to make sure that there was no, a, I get it. Gas company comes up, grill costs, let's say $550, right? Yeah. Gas line company comes out. How much do you think they want to charge me to hook up the grill? 650 bucks. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, nah, get the fuck out of here. I was yeah. like, There's just no fucking way. And the reason prices have gone up is that couple in Valentine that blew up their house, two doctors, and apparently they had been like trying to cut corners, mm. going back to that. And the gas companies are always freaked out because whoever touched the gas line last, it's their problem. Yeah. And if sure enough, they cut corners, outdoor kitchen, gas lines everywhere, fucking blew up the whole house. They both died. Fucking crazy. So I was like, I get it. I'm going to go get some fucking propane. I'm going to return That's this it. grill. I'm like, I don't fucking need that. I used to have a gas line in my old house, but that was some yeah. years ago. Yeah.
0: I don't fuck with that. I just have propane tanks. That's
1: it. I yeah, see turn that the shit fuel. off. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Take it to the grocery store, swap yeah. it out for another one. We're good to go. I mean, we have a
1: gas line capped it's good it's protected but so that made me think of that and then you said apple which made me think of messy you paying attention to that shit what so Messi, the soccer player okay like the biggest soccer player argentino world cup champion mm-hmm. so he plays where he plays overseas he's thinking about saudi arabia is going to go pay for him like all sorts of money i haven't been tracking but anyway he signs with the mls okay so one of the reasons they did it is they're going to give him ownership of mm-hmm. the team and apple is going to give him Like, because the subscribers are going to go up, he's going to get a percentage share of all the subscriptions that they get. Shut up. What a deal. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. And it's not like huge right now, but he comes here, it changes shit. So, like, we have tickets to Charlotte FC, the Uh MLS team here. We have good seats. My son was playing soccer. We want to sit where the goalie was. So, we're pretty low and they're not that expensive. Like, for season tickets and shit, not expensive at all. Yeah. So, if I wanted to sell, there's a game, I think, Saturday. If I wanted to sell it, let's say it's a nice night, good seats. Let's say I could get eighty bucks to one hundred twenty bucks for the, each ticket. Yeah, Messi's coming to town, Miami. Those tickets, we think they're going for. Oh God, I don't know. Two thousand dollars, easy. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know what it'll change to. That. But are you going to sell them or go? Oh, I'd probably sell that shit. Like yeah. I don't need to go. Yeah. like my son won't be here, so it's like he would want to see Messi, and it's a big deal. He's like considered one of the greatest footballers of all time.
0: Although full disclosure, you did just invite me to a Luke Coburn's concert before we started recording. I did. I know that was probably That's like-
1: friendship. We would have to record. While because they really only get along when we're recording. That's true. I cannot stand you when yeah, the lights no, are off the other way. But mm. yeah, you got there first. Good for you. I did. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I don't know. If we're gonna do that. And we'll see. Probably not. Your wife won't let you. No, I'm too lazy. Yeah. Well, I don't like big venues anyway. If it was like in a small, more intimate venue, I do too. I agree. He was playing at Coyote Joe's in Charlotte. You know, like, I've never gone. And we, to we were any gonna of the go, and it was so fucking late. It was like he would have come on like at midnight. Oh god, yeah. And it was like a thursday i was like fuck we're tired." no i can stay up you can and then we're like ah fuck it we didn't go and then sure enough like right after that he's like fucking enormous and point now he's oh my god sells out bank of america stadium for friday night that's wild fast yeah so he put another show for thursday night it's crazy good for him yeah i know he was at app state is he a boone native though i don't know if he's from boone i know he went to app state and shit like that but we could find out but let's not the summer concert tour of this year. It's mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, though. You've been watching those videos? No.
0: Why not? I mean, Matt, you don't respect, like her? I don't dislike her. Okay, I cool. just don't care. Yeah,
1: it's good stuff. My wife and daughter went. They love. it. I'll tell you what yeah. I do care about since we're talking about media. and
0: You know, I'm going to move us into Netflix. Great documentary on Netflix. Tour de France Unchained. Mm. No joke. Very well done. Yeah. Especially if you've never watched Cycling. Or, I'm
1: sorry. It's okay.
0: I'm telling you. <laughs> it's so well done. Now, obviously, I
1: like it because... Do they all cheat?
0: Not anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, they don't anymore. They fix that shit. I mean, they in all the sports, right? I don't know, man. But we were led to believe, like you were talking about before, that all these people, whenever they say, "Is all right," Steve Jobs is a good person, yet he's using children in, you know, oh, third well, world sure, countries. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's you know, the thing. So Lance Armstrong. And-
0: I don't think. Well, look. Back when I was racing, again as an amateur, I mean, there were guys in my field that were taking HGH. Shit. What else? Some of the guys actually had access to EPO, which is crazy, Yeah, right? You know, but, you know, there's a number of banned substances on the water list, some of which I'm sure that I was taking were banned, even though they did nothing really for performance enhancement. There's just, it may be a supplement. It may be something that's considered a pro-hormone, like, uh, not DHEA. Maybe it was DHEA. I can't remember. You know, various things for recovery. Nothing that's really that big of a deal. We all knew Lance was doping, but we also knew everybody else was doping. Right, right. It was the best kept, you know, the most open secret. The whole thing was like, can you prove it? And that's why guys were getting popped left and right for EPO. Yeah. Nowadays, you don't see as much about guys getting popped or folks getting popped for doping. The only doping concern that I've actually seen get a little bit of airplay is actually mechanical doping. What the that? So it's in the down tube of the bike. Oh. Uh, there's a motor. You know, and they've, That one gal got relegated and I think, you know, got suspended for a couple of years. She was a cyclocross racer, professional. And the cyclocross, it's like a road bike on the dirt and on the hills. Have you ever seen a cyclocross race? They're fucking awesome. Yeah. So it's not like a mountain bike race where you're going through the woods and all these like tight little trails. It's like a big field and maybe the field's got various obstacles. A lot of times you have to jump off the bike, run it. It's usually in mud. I mean, it's disgusting, but it is balls to the wall. Like you are going all out in these races but you have a pit. So, you know, you got your support in there because your bike is going to get disgusting. You roll in, swap bikes and keep going while the race is on. One of her bikes had a motor in it and they discovered it after the race. And of course she got busted. So there's been concerns that there are folks, you know, there's suspect like when somebody's crashed and pedals keep turning after they've crashed. Look, Oh, that's weird. Oh, you know, yeah, that's yeah. a little bizarre. There yeah. was this most famous scene. This is actually Fabian Cancellara was a phenomenal racer the one of the biggest races of all time. Still to this day is a, a race called Perry roubaix And it's, it's over the cobbles. It's brutal. It's just legendary. And there's this moment where Fabian Cancellara, and I think it was Tom Boonen. again, unless you know cycling, these are two big guys that are big time. Like both of them are winners of Perry roubaix Really strong. And Fabian Cancellara does a bike change. Which is also kind of weird. Like, unless you have a mechanical, he rolls around a corner, swaps off his bike, jumps on the other one. And he and I think Tom Boonen and another guy are in the breakaway. He attacks, but usually, you attacks, you're getting up out of the saddle and you're just going rock and just really putting in a dig. He doesn't, he just rolls away from these other guys. And these other guys are not chumps. They are some of the strongest riders. They're evenly matched with Cancellara. He just fucking rolls away on the cobbles. Everybody's watching this going, but nobody was thinking about mechanical doping because it wasn't really. A thing. Jeez. So the rumors started coming out later. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he just was that freakishly strong that day. Also, they're all doped. But still, if the guy behind you doped... Right. right. It should still be even. Yeah. You know. And doping yeah. doesn't make you superhuman. Right. It just means you can suffer longer and, you know. Yeah. And work harder. Yeah. Anyway. Tour de France Unchained. Really good. Most cycling documentaries are about all the, you know, how dirty the sport is. And let's be honest. Cycling is dirty by nature sadly enough so do i think guys are not doping these days no i think yeah. they are they yeah. have the test to test yeah. what they're doping with yeah nonetheless most sports are that way yeah but watch the documentary is good you actually get to understand the dynamics the drama i mean i looked at it through the eyes of somebody who's never watched cycling has never gotten into road racing and it would get you hooked like you actually start to give a shit how'd you do that how'd i do that yeah i've gotten really good at disassociating yeah that's good you know it's like how i can watch my own videos and be very critical but i'm like oh i just don't like how i stand on camera it's like yeah no i just look at it as somebody who i don't know go, yeah i like this guy yeah nine times out of ten the answer is no but there is that one time i'm like that's the keeper
1: <laughs> yeah that's how that works that's all you need that's all i needed yeah that's good unbiased would be really cool that's like a superhuman ability mm-hmm. to have that it's tough well yeah or you're just like a
0: psychopath I don't know if I use the right one. A sociopath. Yeah, some type of path. Yeah. Empath. Yeah, it's mm. all different versions. Like Lots of terrestrials. Lot so of many paths. paths, and
1: yeah, so many paths. We're on a path. We're on, we're path. on a path together. This really has been the Jared podcast. I'm sorry. It's okay. I just kind of realized that's my self awareness. Getting... Yeah, there was one where you were not feeling well. Yeah, you know. and had to carry the team, but you came you today, and you're like energy. You're at the beach. A Little glow. Got a little glow about yeah. me. I'm pregnant. Yo, that's that for the you. Thing. Is it?
0: shit. Yeah, that's why I send you the pregnant man emoji all the time. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, really? You do send Surprise. that a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it all comes together yeah. now. That's a thing? That's like a thing where like the rate... <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't go anywhere. No, man. It's just so stupid. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> oh, I did start watching the movie Idiocracy again. <laughs> I hadn't seen that since it first came out. I don't Back know. Then it was funny. Oh, you got to watch it. Luke Wilson... Oh, oh man. He's putting up a, a chamber, like that freezes him. He's <laughs> supposed to only be for years, a military cover experiment. Is ridiculous. Oh, it's a Mike Judge movie, okay. It's really good.
1: We just watched Office Space. Oh, it's so yeah, good, sorry. Sorry, that's yeah. yeah, I didn't realize it was based on the guy, the stapler guy, what's his name? That was based, he, Mike Judge wrote shorts about that guy. Yeah. That's what it was based on. Which
0: is funny, because that character that he plays in that, Every other movie that guy is in is nothing like that character. There's a lot of times you see people play characters that are very similar yeah. to the last character played. Nothing like it. I can't remember
1: the guy's name. Milton. Yeah. It was Milton.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah. Mike judge did some good stuff. But yeah. You watch Idiocracy again. Okay. It's very...
1: Maybe for the first time.
0: Yeah. Or watch it for the first time. You'll be shocked at how prescient it is. It's just so spot
1: on. Yeah. To where we are. Stephen Root played Milton. Is that yeah, who that is? Yeah, that's him. It's who? Steven Root. Yeah. I've seen him in so many other movies. So he's movies. in Barry. Have you seen Barry? You would like that. The show, yes. With Bill Hader. I haven't
0: seen the newest episode. Uh, so season. we're on,
1: I just started it. So good. So, so good. And yeah. I love it how he is like, he's a Marine. He's an assassin. Yeah. He's a yeah. killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he goes to acting class and like, just wants his normal life.
0: Right. <laughs> well, it's similar, two very different storylines, but it's very similar to the show Patriot. I'm pretty sure I've talked to you about that. Amazon show called Patriot, one of the best shows I've seen ever. Sadly, they only had two seasons. Did they end it or did it? I haven't finished season two. I hate when they do that. I've been slowly working my way because I know it's going to end.
1: There was this show during COVID blood something and they owned a resort down in Florida and it was really good and it pulled you in It's the guy from Friday, the coach, Eric, some from Friday Night Lights. What the hell's his name? Never but, watched Friday Night Lights. Man, I'll tell you the guy's name. But anyway, it was after Urbana. season. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was after season three, Kyle Chandler. Eric Taylor's the character name, but Kyle Chandler. Okay. You just go down this web and you can find it. Bloodline.
0: And they oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: killed the show. Oh, that was the one about the brother who. There's a family.
0: There's yeah, a family. In the beginning, right? There's, the dad dies. But the brother wasn't the brother in jail convicted for a
1: murder that he didn't do or something, something like is that. Is that what it was? But didn't then Bloodline? they just end the show. That had several seasons. Three seasons. But that, what I'm saying is the show never had a. No conclusion. A no conclusion. Oh. So once I heard it, you're like, come on. Although, I think it'd be kind of cool for, like, more stories could be written, and then they end with a cliffhanger, yeah. you know? and it might be, like, in the middle, or it could be a short story, right? and it's up to you. Yeah, it's called... Yeah, it's called what? Fan fiction. Yeah. It's called fan fiction. Okay, sorry. Yeah, fucking get with the times, bro. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. poke poked my eye, but <laughs> fan fiction. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, dude, you fan don't fan f- see it? <laughs> You don't see a lot of fan fiction, though. (laughs) You have a fucking answer for everything. Jeez. Yeah, man. It's how I protect myself. But that's like child type stuff. They do it for adults, too. What, having an answer for everything? Fanfiction.net. Oh, Oh, it's got a .net. (laughs) It's like choose your own adventure. Yeah, choose your own adventure books are great. Yeah. That's a lot like what Foresight
0: is. You're creating multiple pathways to the future, and you get to choose which one you want to go down. Ooh, Fifty Shades
1: of Grey was fan fiction? I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. Modern fan fiction. It was written as fan fiction for the Twilight series of books and movies and played off the character of Bella and Edward. no idea. Yeah. It's wild. People come up with some What about postmodern storylines. fan fiction? Oh, oh, yeah. Postmodernism. Where nothing means nothing. Yeah. Postmodernism is like, yeah, it's, uh, it's not good, right? We're not fans of that. No. Okay, cool. Really I will make sure. <laughs> I'm not a fan of postmodernism.
0: I don't care enough. I think it's more of, the, you know, I respect it as an intellectual thought process. i like, okay, Interesting but it's when an ideology invades real life in such a way that it tries to forcefully insert itself in everybody else's life, whether that's postmodern thought, which is
1: what, you know, like a lot of the woke debates are Uh, about. Yeah. Broad skepticism. Ugh, that's disgusting. Well,
0: it's just like, it's making broad general assumptions about various things and then nothing ever concludes because that would go against the ideology. Yeah, you know, this things are all inconclusive.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: But it's the same with like religious ideologies. You know, you try to force a religious ideology. I mean, postmodernism in the way that it's been pushed these days is definitely a religion. but when you look at religious ideologies that are pushed on folks. It's just like, you know, when the conservative right was trying to push a lot of like evangelical based ideas, it was like, no, don't fucking do that. I'd like to say that I embody the American spirit. <laughs> I'm very much of the independent mindset of just leave me the fuck alone and I'll leave you alone. and We'll all get along. And yeah. you know, that's like, give me the opportunity to grow and expand as much as I want to, as long as I'm not hurting other people, yeah. which is at the core. It's like, then we should all be good. You should be good. But don't force your bullshit down my throat. Mm. I think most people feel that way too. Yeah. You know, that's why people come to this country. Don't come to this country to be like, hey, I want you to tell me exactly what to do all the time. I want you to control my life. Most of them have left
1: a country like that. That's what a lot of the people's concerns are right now. is like college, for example. I know we've killed this horse, but they teach you, generally speaking, what to think, not how to yep. think. And that's a problem. But like you said, people don't want to come here. Don't come to this podcast, what to think. Like, use your own judgment.
0: Yeah. You know.
1: Don't take what I say.
0: Some of it's pretty good. Sure, maybe it provokes some thought. But you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important. Don't take what people say. Take it at face value, but don't buy it hook, line, and sinker,
1: mm. you
0: know? And if you really care, dig deeper.
1: Yeah. I'm just looking at our podcast reviews to yeah. see if there's any new stuff out there.
0: People are fans. Yeah.
1: You're all day for the savers of the metaverse. My man.
0: Are those folks you paid to do this? Oh, <sighs> don't say that. I was in that game, but yeah. it, I paid at least three people.
1: Yeah. Minuscule amounts. Did you? No. God. Too lazy. Listen to these guys. Love this show. I love that. I love that too. Now we should, on the other side of it, I don't know, if, can you have TikTok on an iPad? Probably. Let's find out. It's going to start playing though. And Chinese we're company, There are everywhere. Uh, you have to sign in. Uh, I can't get to my phone. Uh, yeah. yeah. Your phone is recording you right now. Mm. It's okay. What other stuff do we have
0: on this docket? There's so many things that have happened. Oh yeah, there's a lot. I mean, we've covered a lot of ground. We did. Yeah.
1: Let's see. You know what's cool? What?
0: You're on LinkedIn. I am. You don't use it a lot. I uh, will be again soon. We just got a whole new content calendar put together. Ooh, okay.
1: Be careful. Okay. Be careful. LinkedIn lunatics. It's a subreddit. And literally has enormous following. So what they do is they grab LinkedIn posts uh-huh. that are like, I guess you could say cringeworthy. Oh, and that's they Yeah. Oh, I got to say it's this It's amazing. Now. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to hop in there. I mean, someone, they, they'll screenshot it. 20 unspoken rules for men never shake a hand when sitting down, protect who is behind you, and then like, number nine is always aim for the head. What the fuck? And then, there's 206 comments and people are, this motherfucker eating up the rain and the sunshine. Like, (laughs) he says something (laughs) about... (laughs) He says something, weather (laughs) is dinner, is drinks or both. He said weather, he spelled weather. Like the weather? Yeah. Fucking dumbass. But, again, there's just an enormous following. They have I don't know if I can tell. Yeah, there you go. 300.
0: I want to see some of the posts that they're ripping into because I wonder if I know who some of
1: these folks are. Over 300,000 followers. And all they do is pull content.
0: Yeah, it's because so much of the content that's on LinkedIn is dog shit. So
1: bad. You
0: know, yeah. it just is horrible. Yeah.
1: I mean, you got my interest now. Now we have to talk. I know, but the only problem is I got to find something. Just pull up a post. Here you go. While male condoms are the most I have no idea what this says. Well, male condoms are the most common form of contraception. Female condoms are now finding their way to beds of most couples. The awareness around it, however, remains limited. To clear doubts, Yadi Shah explains the right way to use them. So what? That's on that was LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So did they link to the original post? Kindly upload video that shows how to do the needful and erase my doubts. <laughs> <laughs> he masters the Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb i mean they're just so long <sighs> i just want to see the names of the people you don't need just rispa mahota yeah i can just... i was 23 years old and blah 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 and i'm so famous now mm-hmm. And he's got 200 something comments on here people just ripping him is that in reddit or that this is true why can't they understand that linkedin is a professional networking platform not a personal diary yeah what does ffs mean fuck oh, for sure something like that they will share anything and everything, thinking they're celebrities. LMAO. Yeah. 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 LinkedIn's gotten bad in that. Dude, you don't know this guy, um, the famous guy with the multi million dollar ideas who runs proposing to a bunch of chicks all the time. Like, and so it's, it's funny though. That's yeah. LinkedIn. It's all well, got yeah. toxic. Yeah. I'm going to, of course, start posting
0: stuff again, but the goal has taken, I think, like two years off now. But the goal for me is really just, like in all things, You know, seriously, is an all-new kind of thing that comes out, just like while we do this podcast, is that, you know, folks that interact with me or that hire me, I want them to know what they're getting, right? I'm going to attract the kind of people that enjoy this show. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not going to wear a suit jacket or a collared shirt anymore. I wear a black t-shirt because it's comfortable. You wear a green one, too. Yeah. No, I'll wear a t-shirt. No. It's fine. T-shirt, jeans, and then some, you know. Yeah. Wow. Look at those. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. That's my uniform. Is it a great uniform? I'll to wear boots. Summer. Too heavy. Really? I like loafers, man. I yeah. Just, <laughs> slip them on. <laughs> you can slide slip them it. off. You slide it. Slide into my loafers, yeah. slide on out. Yeah. Slide mm-hmm. on. into the office. Slide into the office. Talk about the
1: future a little bit.
0: Exactly. They're yeah. just easy. Everything I that I up. do, all the decisions I make at the heart of it, mm-hmm. comes down to a utilitarian value. Yeah. I buy four packs of these shirts that fit my awkward body nicely. Okay. Like, Oh, this is good. My short torso and long legs. God, you're awkward. Oh, yeah, dude. Jeez. Think about the people that are truly awkward. No, 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 no. Then- no. Check it out. Okay. At least, you know, most women have uh, short torsos and longer legs. Mm-hmm. Most men have longer torsos and shorter legs. I have a short torso and longer legs mm-hmm. built like a woman. My wife, on the other hand, has a long torso. She has long legs. She's 5'10", but shorter, mm-hmm. you know, comparative. So I'm taller than her when we're standing side by side. But if we sit down, she's taller than me. Mm-hmm. It's very bizarre. That's interesting. But I have a, a strange-shaped body like that, yeah. you know? And so it's always been hard for me to find shirts, pants, like I don't fall into a normal size. So this is a medium, but it's fitted. So I'm like, okay, that works. Whereas before, if I just put on just a regular medium, it's going to be way too small or a large, it looks like more in a bag. And I'm like, I just, this, <laughs> this does not feel good. Yeah. So parents, wear a bag. I, I wear like a 33, but there's like oh 32s and 34s. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Anyway, this is great yeah, talking this is about good. my wardrobe last question. Uh, yeah. We can keep going if you want. Why not? You're talking about decision-making. Let's do it. And it's very easy to make decisions. So you mm. go to the grocery store, Harris Teeter, Publix, what have you. You're ready to check out. We overpriced. You're probably, oh, it's definitely overpriced, fuck. That's an economy question and supply and demand mm. and supply chain. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. You're checking out. Your total price is uh, $140, 26 cents. And the cashier says to you, would you like to round up?
0: Yeah. I was asked, what well, for? Okay. 100% of the time if they go, if it's supporting some, you know, like a military, you know, charity, I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I want them to tell me, like, do you know what you're asking me to round up for? Mm. I always, almost always say, yeah, sure. Round up. I mean, why not? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes, you know, if you're just having fun, it's like, what percentage of this guy actually goes to the, but again, you know, that's like such an old school way of thinking because if you really think about a good nonprofit, to say that, you know, the percentage of the proceeds like the vast majority of the money that comes in goes to the people that need it. Like, that's a good thing for sure. But the best nonprofits that I've seen are run like for-profit businesses. Yeah, but these aren't... Harris Teeter, Publix,
1: or Kroger, I guess. would oh, I be for- I'm just sailing they're they off. They're getting of the write-off.
0: Harris Teeter and Publix is getting the write-off?
1: Well, they're donating the money. No, I'm donating the money. Yeah, but I would have to Oh, I guess it. you're right. Yeah,
0: because I'm buying... Not that, uh, so
1: they're doing it as a business decision, and then they get to oh, tout that uh, we donated all this money, but you didn't. I get it; they're matching it. Interesting. So at the end of the day, here's the thing: I would say possibly is the charity, the organization, the five hundred one c three, on the back end of it mm-hmm. is getting something from it. So that's a good thing, for sure. If they truly do, is it truly going to charity? I don't. There's so many wow, questions in it. Look at you, yeah.
0: Conspiracy. Oh, that's what do right. do with that? Yeah.
1: What do you see back there? I don't know. No, back behind me because you were looking. Oh, at,
0: there's a big dark clouds rolling in. Take a look at that.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I'm wow. just saying,
0: I thought we were done with this rain, but I think we might get ourselves a, a
1: little, NATO. Little, a little
0: NATO. That's a uh, short for tornado. <laughs> NATO. N-A-D-O. Yeah, man, we had a big old NATO come through. <laughs> Why don't you just say tornado?
1: Was <laughs> this show we were just watching and the guy was simplifying every word and just doing just like you just did it. <laughs> it's like, You're unnecessary. Good. You could be an actor. Thank you.
0: I've been waiting for
1: somebody yeah, to say that the podcast. That's the aim. To get Jared started in an acting. This career. is my body of work. These yeah. are my headshots. Yeah. 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 I like that. You have a portfolio. I do now. Yeah. Get that. I do now. But the time yeah. this is out, I'm gonna have it mm. all in a in a folio. What'd you just write down there in your folio? I don't know. I'm illiterate. You don't wanna talk about it. It didn't work. Credit card up charges. Mm. Like what? We were just down in Florida.
0: My brother in law moved me to this. So a lot of these places, you go out like restaurants. Mm-hmm. Apparently now, restaurants, on top of the gratuity they may add to your party, they're adding a sometimes five to seven percent credit card usage fee. So because you're paying with a credit card, they're tacking an extra five to seven percent onto the bill. What the fuck? Yeah. And everybody's doing it.
1: No, everyone's using a credit card too. Right.
0: It's like, oh, I'm sorry, are we inconveniencing you? Yeah. with this credit card fee. Why five to seven? Because typically one to three match. One to
1: three, one to three point.
0: Because they're making money off twenty nine of cents. So immediately shit. I was like, "How the fuck is that legal?" And my brother law told me, he said, "Well, everybody's doing it, so nobody's really questioning
1: it." But it would be itemized. It's supposed to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd see it. You would have to, for Can't sure. Just Ghost it in there. Yeah, no, that would be some shit. That'd be super. Shady.
0: But if I see it on a bill, and I need to research this to find out how legal is this because sometimes it's yeah. as simple as, oh, well, if the customer requests that it be taken off, they can just take it off. Because then in that, there's all kinds of dumb mm. shit like that out there. So then I'll just say, take that off, please. Yeah. And fuck your gratuity. You're 18%. I was going to give you 20. Now you're getting 10. Mm. No, I would never do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Certain cultures, certain people don't tip. That's weird.
0: Well, no, it's not. I mean, the sad thing is, it's not weird or, What's weird is that we're being asked to tip for every fucking thing now.
1: Oh, no, oh. that's different. I'm talking about when you're, you're normal tipping. Yeah.
0: For instance, like I was at CHOP the other day, and it's always, it's so subtle. Like, oh yeah, well, it's not, <laughs> it's not subtle. But again, like, I'm ordering my food. They're making my food. I go up to pay for it. And then, you know, I'm paying for it. And it says, Would you like to add a tip. It starts with 20%, 25%. Yeah, First yeah. of all, I'm thinking, tip for what? I'm going to bust my own table you're not doing shit but punching buttons and taking my credit card so yeah. but i was like it's tough eh. but i was like i had I, two bucks
1: whatever yeah. right oh okay here we go yeah no i get it so like at chipotle it's not an option when you check out you can add a tip and you can put it in the tip jar yeah and i know this because my son's worked at these places smash burger he worked at it comes up on the screen yes that's what most the tip of is are there yeah and then you see like you're like oh am i gonna be
0: the dick and then the questions go through your mind. Are they going to see that if I don't tip and they're going to spit in my burger? So
1: he sees it and he can see what people tipped.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's fucked up. You yeah. should be able to do
1: that. But it should be done. Like, I think people are working hard because they're not paying them enough. I
0: worked in restaurants in college. Yeah. I was a server and you're know, like, I had to work for my tips and you could have a great night of tips, but I worked for it. It wasn't because yeah. I was just fucking standing there. Yeah.
1: That, yeah, yeah like, oh, that. your table's ready. But there's other people involved with that. And that's the problem. So my son would get mad. When the person, like, let's say someone greeted the customer when they walked into the restaurant. Mm-hmm. If they didn't do anything, if they just like, oh, you yeah. know, just like, why am I fucking here type of thing? Right. They'd get mad because it's like, shit, now you're going to affect his experience. And now everyone's going to lose out. So the person making the burger, let's say he's the happiest-go-lucky person yeah. out there. He doesn't get that benefit of maybe the food's really good. yeah, But his tips depend on the people on the front end seeing it. So your team, it's no, team effort. Yeah, yeah
0: sometimes. I think some of the beef there would be that oh man now I've got to split some of my tips with the hostess because you know the hostess would always get like a percentage. No, I'm Very talking about tips.
1: like a, one of those fast food restaurants where you're talking about when you oh, get in the line. Yeah. Okay, so a you're a not chopped. really having
0: a long term experience. with the Think person. about the
1: person who's chopping your chicken at Chopped yeah. in the back, who's just carving that shit up to exactly the way you like it. Yeah, but you get to meet this person who just fucking hates their job, and you're like fuck this place, like throw my food at me.
0: Yeah, okay, so, so here's my rebuttal to that, right? So this really falls back on the business, like pay your people more. Like for servers, and I'm thinking about sit-down restaurants. We would get paid, I think it was like a buck seventy-five was our oh, that's when wait- you're a
1: true waiter, waitress. Yeah, and yeah. Right.
0: And So I know what that's like. And I crushed it and had great tips. Yeah. But you had to work for those tips. So you could have an awesome night, you know, sure. raking in a couple hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah, this was back when I was in college. That's a big a, deal for a college kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Our paychecks we're just really gonna care about. We're like, we'll get those, right. but the tips is what we worked for. Right. Now it's like everybody's asking for a tip for nothing. Yeah. It's like you're doing your fucking job. Yeah, You're punching buttons on a computer. You're not doing anything. You want a 20% tip for just doing your job?
1: Yeah. But it's not even in restaurants anymore. You get tips for like buying an object, a product in a store. Yeah. and I was like, like, like had a tip. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, for what? And here's the other thing too, right? Like in Chopped, for example, everybody's raised their prices on everything. Yeah. And then they're asking you for tips. And then it goes like to that whole credit card usage fee. I'm just like, what in the fuck is going on? I was like, this is insane. But because most people are too afraid to say no. And again, like for me, look, I'll justify, hey, I'll add two bucks. Like if I go order pizza and I go pick it up, you know, it's got a little tip thing on there. It says, like, you know, Add, you know, they were like 20%. So I'm going like, to give me 20% for me driving over here to pick up a pizza that you're mm-hmm. going to make because this is your business. Yeah. But I throw two bucks in there for, you know,
1: whoever. Yeah. I don't know who's getting this. It's a psychological thing. Big time. Because the screen prompts, it's like, you don't want to be the person that doesn't do it. Because yeah. I know, this isn't being virtuous and let's not talk about ourselves, but there'll be people that hand someone a $20 bill for just being, having a smile on their face. Great. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's fine. And that's do different.
1: That. But then these things are making people feel yeah. bad. And so there's someone deep in there making Very sure passive that passive aggressive.
0: Ooh, no, it definitely is. Yeah. It totally plays on all of that. Like you're basically put into a position where like, well, I'm going to be an asshole if I don't kind of goes into, I think it also plays into a lot of people's fears. We can make our own conspiracy here this right here is the testing grounds yeah. for a social credit score system. Yeah. Is that if you don't, like, it's going to be able to track your purchases. Did they tip? Did they not tip? You know, how well does this person fit into society? Are they, can we guilt them into doing more things, right? You yeah. Know, again, I'm making this conspiracy theory up. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just one small piece of the testing ground to see how well a social credit score could actually come out. Because people will, it's just like, well, I don't want to be a dick. But nobody's judging you on that because no, the world isn't going to know. But you're still... You're guilted into it. Yeah. I don't know. That's good, dude. It might be a stretch, but you know what? I think we could make a pretty good case for it. Yeah. Get everybody freaked out. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, Eric, I think we need to do this so that they end this passive aggressive tipping model and then we put the burden back on the corporations to fucking pay their people something decent Mm. where they don't need tips to help subsidize. I don't need to subsidize your workforce. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we could end it here on the fact that. Bam. We're requesting tips. Can no. I
0: drop this mic? Can I pull it out? We were, drop no, it? no, no.
1: no. Oh, my f- bad. Sorry. Right, Finish. Jeez. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We could ask for tips.
0: Saviors. I'm not above it. I'm okay with being a hypocrite because I have self-awareness. Mm. That, that should be all you need to know. 20%. 25%. Of what? Exactly. You got to <laughs> buy something. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't going to work. You can't do it of something. Fuck it. No. Let's stick to our guns. We are not going to be part of the you problem. You buy him a Celsius or a cup of coffee. I don't drink Celsius anymore. I've gone back to Red Bull. Sugar-free. Core water. Core water? Yeah,
1: I got some in my office. It's good. Uh-oh. Whose is that? It's an alarm. That means it's over. Damn it. Yeah. All right. All right, man. I guess we're done. Yeah. I love you. Love you. Bye.